weight training burns far more calories throughout the day than cardio. So when you like running and then you, when you start finish your body, basically done burning calories at that point. But when you lift weights and stuff, that strain, that breakdown, your body continues to burn calories for hours and hours and hours. Welcome to the Fit in 42 Life Podcast. Fitness, lifestyle, community, and getting better every day. All right, we're back to the Fit in 42 Life Podcast. I'm Jerry Washak. I'm back with my man, Ryan McMillan. Ryan, what's up? What up, Jerry? What's up, 42 Universe? Ready to rock and roll again? Here we are. Here we are. I thought right off the bat, we're we're almost in February, really close, and one month down, 2023. So, Ryan, I know you had some New Year's um, goals or, or things you wanted to focus on in the new year. How are you at? What What is something that you wanted to, to let the 42 universe know and how's it going? Yeah. Yeah. So obviously you guys know if you've been listening, there's a lot all the time that we're working on, but I'll tell you like one that I haven't really told anybody that I've been Oof. focusing on a lot. Right. And this one's pretty cool. I've been focusing on better sleep. Oh, right. Okay. And what I did, so there's a, a tool on my wrist, Jerry, right here called the Whoop. Oh, you got the Whoop. I got the Whoop. Joe Rogan. Right. So yeah, these this thing's pretty cool. So I was like, I need to track myself to see how much good quality sleep I'm actually getting and to see how much my body exerts as far as calories every single day. And it gives you such a breakdown, right? So every day, like you, you keep it on all day long, right? And it tracks everything you're doing. And then, but at night when you go to sleep, it calculates all your deep sleep. So it gives you like, it tracks everything to see your REM sleep. That's your deep sleep when you're building hormones up. And then, um, and then the actual, like the deep sleep and you want to get like 32% of your, uh, sleep in those areas. So there's like targets and stuff, but it's cool because it'll show like, if you drink alcohol, your sleep is so much worse, Uh, right? So you're able to track certain things. Just less REM. Yeah. Way less REM. So they don't tell you, Hey, you're not fully recovered today. And then it tells you like, maybe like, Hey, you should probably have a light one. You should have better food intake, but you should also maybe your workout should be a little less strenuous because your body's not adequately prepared for this. Right. So it gives you all kinds of like things to look at and, and, and suggestions and tips. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm a pusher, so I push my body to the edge. And I did this because I hit exhaustion a bunch of times in my life. And I'm like, maybe I should see if this helps a little bit, right? But it's been going really well. I love doing it. And I'm learning a lot about this new tool, you know. So right. I'm still learning a lot about it. But I, I like what I'm seeing so I far. I got some questions. All what right. So how long have you been using it now? So I've been using it since uh, like early January. So like beginning, very beginning of the year. So this was something I got and I was just like, I want to, this is a new year's thing. I'm going to keep it on all year. So 32% of REM, rapid eye movement sleep, is it what your goal is? That's what you're trying to do. How often are you reaching 32%? So I hit mine uh, most days, about five to six days out of the week. So I get pretty decent oh, sleep, nice. which was really nice, you know? And then the days I do don't, I like, it's like maybe you uh, stayed up late that night, right? Maybe you uh, had alcohol, maybe you ate poor foods and that's what really throws off your brain. Oh man, so much data. Yeah, so it gives you so much on here. It's it's really, really a cool And how tool. high is really high for REM? Like what percent, how high have you gotten? 
So the highest I've gotten is like 34 okay. in there. Yeah. yeah. So because you, you, you're you're mostly going to be uh, in a light sleep most mm. of the night okay. in order to get full recovery. Is Dulce doing this? Dulce's not doing this. You know, is she, she judging you? No, she's, she's, <laughs> she's more like she's going to see how it goes with me. And then she'll be like, all right, maybe I'll get it to you. So I'm kind of like the test dummy right now. Now, when you're sleeping, do you have the uh, the eye sh- eye cover over yeah. your eyes? Yeah, so that's what's cool too, because it's like, <laughs> hey, have face mask on, I knew he like does have that. your little routine, because like those things affect your sleep, and like yeah. you'll know you'll notice if you don't wear the face mask, your sleep is a little bit off, right? Yeah. So that's what it tells you is like, what little habits, what is your sleep strategy yeah. at night? To make sure you're getting good sleep. Do you have a TV in your room? No, All right. absolutely never. All right, you know, okay. and then put the put the phone away. Yeah. So yeah. I have like strict sleep routines. You yeah, know yeah, what I yeah. mean? Interesting. All right, cool. And uh, what has your lowest REM been? And- oh, I think I had like one night was like it was like ten. And did you did you? I know it's weird because if you if you if you're always looking at the data and you know a data's yeah. low, so that could affect your Way you- your mind. But did you? Did you think like you really like ten like you really noticed it? Yeah, like, so I'll okay. wake up and I'll judge it before I look at the app. Like, how do I feel right now? Oh yeah, yeah. And Smart. I'm like, I remember Smart. that morning. I was like, I really don't feel like 100. percent And then I looked at it, and it was one of my lowest ones I ever had. You know, but that's the thing with me is I've trained myself to push through fatigue. Yeah. So when this app is telling me I can't, I'm I'm kind of like, you don't know me, you know. So I have this I have these mixed feelings about this thing because I gotta bring in a, a whoop. Yeah, note I'm like, to oh, Dulce. I'm at ten percent. I'm still gonna train hard. Dulce, I gotta take off today. Whoop told me yeah. this is not gonna be my day. <laughs> I can't go in. So I'm like, I don't know if I should listen to it fully, but I do like the data. Oh, you know, cool. I do like the data. What about you, Jer? What about your? Uh, your New Year's goals and what you got going on. Oh, thanks, Ryan. Thanks for asking, man. <laughs> Definitely not as cool as yours. So my goal was 8,000 steps a day. And I think in 2022, I was like 6,800-ish. So I was like, I can do way better than that because my goal is really 10,000 steps a day, right? So I decided, you know what? I'm going to do 8,000. So the month of January, I'm at like 8,500 but it's something I check all the time. So I'm like, I'm like, oh man, like I'm a little low today. I got to make up for it tomorrow. And it's like, <laughs> it's something I'm, I'm, I'm just consciously looking at and making sure that I, I get it done. And I think that goes with like the way we want to promote lifestyle. 42 life is like being intentional with your goals and they're not just going to happen. It's like, if I'm not looking at my steps and being aware where I'm at and like, if you're not focused on your sleep and checking your data and looking at that, like that just makes us better and not just like hope things are going to happen. Like I got to check into it and I, not, you know, so be, you know, just make sure to overlook it and to, to make sure I'm on top of it. Um, one thing I would tell you is I don't think this is cheating, but here it is. Um, so when I work out at 42, and I do my, my workouts over there, I keep my phone in my pocket now. Cause I'm like, dude, those are valuable steps I'm getting. And I'm like, I'm not actually, it's not, I usually keep my phone last year, 2022. I kept it on the sidelines, but now I'm like, it's in my pocket. It's a super annoying to work out with, but I'm getting a ton of steps in these workouts that are valuable. I want to track those. So it's not cheating. 
and in my mind, and I feel good about it. What do you think, Ryan? Am I cheating? <laughs> no, definitely right, not. Cool. No, cool. you're on your feet. You're moving. You're being yeah. active. Right, that nice. definitely counts, nice. right? Awesome. And you're up all day doing all kinds of stuff. I think every step should count. It's Thank perfect, you. you know? Thank you. I think that's awesome, though. Like, data tracking is is great. And I know, like, Jerry's probably one of the best data trackers I know, <sighs> period. Like, like, he's all about data. That's one thing, it. like, I was like, one of my week, like, Dulce's great at data, my wife. Jerry's great at data. They're always tracking things and it's awesome, you know? And then me, I'm like a caveman. And I'm like, <laughs> and that was, a, that was why I was like, I need to be better at my data. Let me see what's going on. You know, let me see these numbers. And like, yeah. it's funny too, because like, even when I coach, when I coach, those are my most strenuous days on the, from the week. Oh, so yeah, Mondays yeah. and Fridays. So like us moving and walking and all that stuff during that time, it's strenuous on the body. And I never considered that. And, it, you know, uh, you, you feel it, but when you look at the numbers, you're like, man, this is good data to have, you know? Damn. So like you working out, you moving, all that stuff counts. Cause I'm looking at like how much calories I'm burning yeah, during these coaching sessions. And yeah, you work, f you guys work five hour blocks Yeah, teaching a large group workout. Do you actually know the steps you guys like? actual I, steps it doesn't this gives me like calories and stuff it tells me but i don't have like the exact steps from so that do you moment, have, do you have you your know? phone on you when you coach uh i have my whoop on uh right? I, i'd be interested to see um any of our coaches to have the phone in their pocket just from like the start of and it tells you like you can look at the amount of steps you have say at 5 a.m start yeah. at 5 a.m i have 800 steps and then at 10 a.m i have however many i think it'd be interesting because yeah. i know these coaches move so much. It's like yeah. it's like watching a cat. Like have you ever I, seen like a cat's tracks, like where they're going? I like, think we average like one point five to two miles. Yeah, in a least. five hour span, yeah, just yeah. going going around in a circle in the room. Definitely. So, well, That's great awesome. job, great job with your New Year's goal you so too. far. Data tracking. Thanks, man. Um, I won't let you down, Forty Two Universe, and this is my way of <laughs> accountability for myself. So, let's get into some member questions. I think these are a lot of fun and is we you know it's so true like if one of our a few of our members are thinking it that means a whole lot of other people are thinking it and just not asking it yeah so right off the bat something we hear so much right i want to lose body fat i want a certain you know low body fat i want to look good my i want to look good naked i want to be toned so should i do more cardio should i do more weightlifting? Yeah. but but let me tell you I don't want to get too buff though. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a prerequisite. Oh, I don't want man. to be looking all yeah, we always get that buff. One. What do you tell them, right? That's what we tell. We, we would tell them one, first off, you're not going to get buff like a bodybuilder from weight training, like, but weight training, lifting weights is the number one thing you guys can do. Resistance training, right? It's like, they both have their things. If you do cardio, that's one thing. If you're doing walks and running and things like that, that's fine. But if you're trying to build, have a certain look, you need to hit weights because that's going to build your muscle up. When you build more muscle up, you burn more body fat. And then obviously your body fat is going to be lower. Your muscle is going to be higher. That's what's going to get that defined, very toned, nice look that everyone's looking for. But if you overdo cardio, then you're just not building up the muscle and you have that light, we call it skinny fat. You just look soft, right? Yeah. Look to you and you don't want that. That's why you have to hit weights and you can't be fearful of lifting weights, especially as a female, because you're not going to get buff. You're not going to be like, ah, he's like a yeah, monster bodybuilder. Yeah. You're going to have a nice tone looking physique because the weight training is going to build that muscle up for you. Also, weight training burns far more calories throughout the day than 
cardio. So when you like running and then you, when you start finish your body, basically done burning calories at that point. But when you lift weights and stuff, that strain, that breakdown, your body continues to burn calories for hours and hours and hours after you're done. So you get more bang for your buck for doing weight training and lifting those weights. So you definitely want to get after it and, and pump the iron. What is the ideal split? You'd say if someone's like, I want to do both. Because yeah, I think it's sure. important. I think it's important for your to do cardio type, high heart rate, mm-hmm. hit workouts for your athleticism and your heart. You know, like you want it. You don't want to just be super buff or super fit and not be able to run to the car. You know. So what's like your ideal split if you if someone's like, hey, which our members should be like, hey, coach guide me what should i be doing absolutely so So like our ideal thing and jared nailed it is like cardio is great too we're just talking like if you're just running and stuff that's not going to get the job done but if you're doing hit classes high intensity training with strength movements in there with athletic performance in there that's incredibly great for your body if you train yourself like an athlete you're going to look like an athlete if you look at sprinters that's mm-hmm. how we train them so you yeah, want to look like idea. a sprinter right but if you're point. you don't want to look like a marathon runner right so if we train you guys to do hit classes to look like athletes to feel like athletes perform like athletes and then you we have the weight training too so you want the blend i say three times a week of weight training and hitting those weights and going hard as you can and your split could be we do i i love our splits we do we mix them up different periodizations i don't want to get too technical on here but it'd be like you know, legs and shoulders like on monday then you'd have on wednesday you'd have your chest and tries and then friday back and buys and then tuesday thursday you'll have your hit classes in there um incorporated now you get those resistance days to build your muscle build your strength up and then you have those athletic performance days it's going to build you up like an athlete so ideally you know it's about three to four strength training sessions and then getting your conditioning work in there um, with hit training you don't want to just do long distance marathon runs you want to get more athletic performance in there it's really i i really want you guys to google right now marathon runner versus sprinter yeah. And obviously you're going to get like totally, they want it to be like a, like a whoa pictures, but like obviously no one, you're not going to look as wafy as the marathon runner, but you're not going to look as ripped as the sprinter. But the idea of those photos when you see them is when you're working explosively and fast switch muscles, like you're going to build more muscle and you're going to have a more athletic look. And if you look at marathon runners that just grind out like for hours and hours, they have very little muscle on their body, but they're they're great athletes. They're, they've trained their bodies to do an amazing things. So it's not discounting what they're capable of. It's just like if I believe from years in this industry, most of the people that look they want is more fast switch. It's more um, strength training with weight, heavy weights and doing like hit classes. And there you go. But what Ryan was talking about is split three days, strength training, two days, you know, hit classes, which is awesome. That's, I think that's definitely what we absolutely agree. And I think all of our, our, our studios feel the same way is, um, your body has to recover too. So if you're just doing hit classes, just getting crushed, 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 crushed. Well, when does your body rest? And I'm sure if you wear, you buy a whoop sponsored by whoop, whoop, <laughs> sponsored reach by out, whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> reach out, whoop, uh. um, I'm sure your, your your cortisol levels will be up. Your stress is going to be high on your body, and you really don't get a chance to recover. 
And that's something really overlooked is recovery. Like we focus so much on our workouts, 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 but like people forget that your body is like a machine and it needs to rest and, and rebuild up. Because when we're, when we're lifting and we're working, working out hard, we're tearing our body down. We're actually causing small little tears in our muscles, like micro trauma to the body. Like it's good for us, but it becomes problematic if we don't rest mm -hmm. and we feel like, like Ryan, when Ryan's like, I felt like run down. If you feel run down you're like, you know what? I'm just going to push through it just because I have to, because if I take today off, I'll be, I'll just fall back on who I used to be. Well, that's not true, but I understand the mental gymnastics we have to do with fitness, but recovery is just so important. And like, making sure that you listen to your body. And I'm, I'm not, oh man, I'm going a little deeper now. With listening to your body, I'm not saying your body's like, oh, my leg is a little sore today. No, like get your butt in there, work out. But if you know, you're like, oh my mm -hmm. God, I feel terrible. Well then go for a walk. I'm not saying don't move. Walk is like an awesome thing, but like don't pound on, continue to pound yourself down into the pavement. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Jared nailed it. Like that right there, it's the, it's the recovery. Yeah. So we gave you the plan for like what a split would look like, but I think sometimes we do neglect the recovery and how, what's the two most important things with recovery, your sleep and your nutritional intake. So it's getting that adequate sleep. It's getting the adequate food in your body. So you re can recover. Like Jared said, like lifting weights, training, like you guys do all the time that's a catabolic state. You're in a state of breaking down over and over and over again. That's not, the gym is not where you build yourself up. It's where you break yourself down. But the great thing about human beings is when we grow, we grow stronger. So we break ourselves down and then we grow stronger or bigger muscle fiber, stuff like that. But how does that happen based yeah. off recovery? That's actual sleep. That's when you're going to recover, repair those muscles to be bigger, produce hormones and, and growth hormones, testosterone, all that stuff. And then your food, getting the nutrients needed, you know? So like that would be like, honestly, if you stick to a split like that, if you're like doing, working out pretty hard for doing three strength training, two hit classes, and then you're recovering on the weekend and you're sleeping well every day and eating, you're going to get phenomenal results based on off of that. Well, speaking of phenomenal results, Rye, you're in phenomenal shape. Everyone knows <laughs> it. Everyone talks about it. Phenomenal shape. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to <laughs> just go over what way of eating you do? And I'm not going to say diet per se. What is something you like to follow in your eating? Because I, I think a lot of people hear certain diets out there, certain ways to eat, and they're just not sure. But like, I want to talk to a real guy who's doing it, who works his butt off. He's very busy. He's got businesses. He's got family. He's got, you know, taking care of himself. So like, what do you do that works for you? Yeah, this is a great question. And it's going to be cool because like, Jerry's going to be different. Mine is different. Over the years, you get to figure out your body and what works for you, you know. But for me, for the most part, uh, I'm like what you would call like a higher fat, right? So I eat higher fat intake most of the day with adequate protein in there, you know, about 200 grams of protein. And then I'm a lower carbohydrate guy. My body type is a little bit different. And a lot of people are more high carbohydrates, lower uh, fats. But my body... Right now, I try to stay lean as I can, you know, about 185 to 190 range. But my body responds when I start eating carbohydrates, I put on a lot of size. And when that size comes, it, a little bit of body fat comes too. So my body will look like a bulldog, you know. <laughs> that, so, so carbs in me is equals bulldog, right? Uh, so I have to uh, 
cut the carbs down a little bit more for my post-workout so that I could get that post-workout. But my, my routine would be three meals a day, you know, with uh, adequate protein, higher fats, and then really more vegetables, not really even having carbs during those meals, except for one, my last one of the day, I'll have carbohydrates. And then throughout the day, then I'll have two shakes in the middle of the day as well. And that's when I'm having our 42 whey protein in there. I'm getting my vegetables, my blueberries, you know, and I call them like super shakes. That's where I add my turmeric and all my, my, my stuff in there that uh, I need to help with recovery. So I do three square meals. First two are going to be high fat, high protein with vegetable peels off of it. And that took years of experimentation because I played with everything, high carbs, uh, you know, high fats. Hey, let's do the carb cycle, do this, that. And there's so many um, ways to do it. This is always, this works best for me. And also on this in particular, I'm only eating whole nutrient dense foods. So my idea is if it came from the earth, I can have it. If it was man-made, I stay away from it. That's how I get in the best shape of my life. Right. When you say when you say high fat, like what are you what are you doing to get that high fat? Yeah, so I'm gonna be eating like good quality meats with good omega three, so like grass fed, grass finished meats to make sure it's good quality, and then throughout that I'll be having a lot of nuts in there. You know that'll give a little more carbs in there too, but good nuts. Um, I cook all my food in like coconut oil and. For the most part, I'm having uh, avocado. I'm I'm a very plain person, so I like I I'm the diversity in my nutrition isn't that crazy either. I'm more of like I just I eat for results. That's it. So when I'm locked in, like I yeah. don't care about flavor. I don't care about taste. I care about being performing at a high level, being shredded, and that's it. You know, and yeah. um, that's the difference between me. And, and then I know, like, for example, my wife is different. She likes flavor. She likes all that. So I could stick to the same stuff for months and not even change it, you know. So that would be how my food looks. It's going to look like more like ribeye, chicken, turkey. I love mixing up my meats. It's going to be some avocado. It's going to be some vegetables. Whatever I cook it in, there's going to be some olive oil in there. And then I have that throughout the day. And then a lot of at night when I have my carbs, that's going to be, I love uh, brown rice. I love white rice. I love quinoa. So I mix it up. I love potatoes, you know, so I mix my, I'm always switching those up to, to make a little bit different. But it's a pretty simple. Yeah. And then my caloric intake is, I'm always trying to cut now. So that would be about 2,000 to uh, 2,200 calories. Yeah. Like, so that's a simple approach, you know? Yeah. I, th- I, I read something. It's big, like a lot of successful people, they keep their lives pretty simplistic and do similar things. Like for instance, get up the same times, go to bed the same time, mm-hmm. eat the same things all the time because they know it works for them. And they just do it. And I'm I'm very similar to that because you know it's weird. Like chicken, broccoli, and brown rice. Some people like, like make a joke about that. Like, ah, that's mm-hmm. that's it. But I freaking love that. <laughs> I've recently been putting a little bit of Parmesan on there, just a little bit. And I'm like, dude, it's freaking insane. Like, but I know some people will be like, this is so boring. And I'm like, I get it, but I'm glad I'm who I am that I could do that. But you have to find what works for you, but it's tough if you need to switch it up all the time. And, and, but so my eating is very similar, right? I found that like, so I'm 39 right now. 
you know, Jill, Jill in Strong Republic said, Jerry, every time I talk to you, you mention you're going to turn 40 soon. I'm like, dang, <laughs> so true. Here I am again. But uh, uh, back in the day, shout it's out prime to- prime time, yeah, Jerry. It's dude. prime oh, time. Dude, I'm ready, dude. So shout out to New York Bagel and Deli off uh, San Pablo, <laughs> San Luis Rey. I don't know. Anyway, I used to eat three to four bagels every day. I was just crushing. I was 22, three, four, always up. I'll probably up to like, 30. I was just crushing bagels, but that was, <laughs> but what I mean, that was terrible for me, but, but the rest of my meals were great. But anyway, I was just, I was a carb machine and I, you would be like, this guy looks like he never touched a carb. But then I started realizing that I was like, well, honestly, to tell you the truth, like I noticed that like, um, like when I went to the bathroom, like it was rarely ever solid. I was like, whoa, that, that can't be good, but being a stupid 20-something, I'm like, but I love bagels. So anyway, um, I kind of got in tune with that throughout the years, and I was like, all right, you know what? I get a little older now, and I was like, dude, carbs, like traditional breads and pastas, and I was like, I, I really got to stay away from those. But there I go again with my consistent, like if I find something that is not really working for me, I could get rid of it, even though I really enjoy it, because I'm like... I want to be healthy. I want to feel a certain way, but I want to look a certain way. And, and my love of that food is not greater than these goals I have. So I was able to say goodbye to bagels. Sadly, my daughter <laughs> eats them now. And I'm like, you go girl. <laughs> I just look at him and I'm like, I've been there. I've had thousands of you. So, so anyway, so, you know, it's like, it's like I could say goodbye, but so like with my eating, very similar. Some days I'll have, at least I'll have two avocados a day. Some days three, if I like, if I'm, just feeling crazy, but super high fat proteins. Uh, get my carbs. I've recently I was doing brown. Uh, I was doing jasmine rice. I was doing jasmine rice um, breakfast and lunch. But now I just cut it down to uh, just breakfast, and then that's it. Then I was uh, actually for a while I was doing breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I was like, oh, I don't like the way like I'm holding a little more weight than I want to. So for me, I'm like really low carb, traditional carbs. I get a lot of vegetables. Uh, I will eat potatoes if they're around. I'm not like afraid of them. I just don't eat bread. I just don't eat the stuff that mm-hmm. like the processed stuff as what Ryan said too. I think we come from the same cloth in our mindset. It's like, I'm going to eat as as close to natural foods as I can. Um, I eat Greek yogurt as a, as a snack. I eat that. I put our protein powder in it and almonds. And once in a while, if I'm going crazy, I'll put some um, almond butter in there. I'll mix that up. And that's like my snack. That's like, that's my treat. And it's like, that's amazing. So I'm very simple with my eating, my three three meals a day, um, a couple snacks in there, and my gallon of water. That's like comparative. I've been doing that a solid year. From when I did January 2022, I started 75 hard, where I really was like measuring my water. I have a gallon of water I buy every morning, probably not very cost effective, but just works for me to track my water. Um so my water's on point. And so I found that with higher fat and lower carb for me and proteins as much as I can get. And that's just what I do. So super clean eating, as as people say, like like what Ryan said earlier, the less hands on the food, the better. The last, the less um from a factory foods, the better. And it's tough these days. I get it. Like, um, just think about this. Think of how many people are on this earth. And the food that has to feed us, like it's like a, it's a daunting number. Like, oh my god, this. Let's not think about that. But like, so it's tough to like not have factory made foods. But when you could try to 
design your the way you're going to eat, you want to just like just be as natural as you can get to. And and this is this I, I like the way I look, I like the way I feel, and this is the way I promote it to anyone that that wants to to listen and wants ideas because um, I know it's really confusing out there. And you're like, what do I do? I just think that some basic rules is um, natural foods. Eat natural foods, stay away from breads and pastas, and that stuff doesn't serve us. It's like, it's not going to put us anywhere close to where we want to get to, unless you want to look like a bulldog. You want to go bulldog ride? I've been there before. Yeah. Jared and, knows I can do it. Dude, he can do it, too. <laughs> Guy gets massive. Oh, man. And then, <laughs> like, how'd you do it? I started eating carbs. <laughs> and it's awesome. Like, oh, Vulcan phase. But um, so that's that's what I got. Like, um, any more you have to add about this, right? I just think it, it was nailed it. Like, you saw how simple our systems for ourselves are, right? So find a system for you that gets you the results you want. Me and Jared do this because it gets the results we want. Like you said, it, we look the way we want to look. We perform the way we want to perform. And, and that's what matters to us. So we found what works for us, what gets us the results we want. And we just repeat it. And it fits our lifestyle. Like we said, we're busy guys. We run multiple businesses, a lot of things going on all the time. So we're not like cooking all the time, but we, we have more plain meals, yes, and not as uh, tasteful and variety as someone else. But if that's you, then do that. But for us, we keep it as simplistic as possible so it matches our lifestyle. So for us, it's about how we look, how we perform and the lifestyle that we live. And both of us have nailed down those nutrition plans that get us those things. So find that the nutrition that works for you, that get fit, gets you the look you want, the performance you want and matches the lifestyle you want to live. And then I think you're good to go. Oh, last thing I'm going to say is this whole fat is bad for you thing. This is really interesting. Mm -hmm. So if you want to, I'm not saying go keto because what we're saying, what we're eating is not keto technically because we're eating some carbs, some brown rice, some potatoes, and that would take you out of ketosis. But if you want to research like fat and like fat free and fat and like no fat and all this, it was a, it was a big like um, marketing push by uh, the food companies back in the seventies, I think. But fat's not bad for you. Fat, mm -hmm. and you'll hear a lot of doctors be like, dude, that was not even there's not even proper case studies made. There was like one study that came out that swayed the way that the food companies wanted it to. And so they're like, boom, fat-free was born and fat-free people. Are like, oh my God, fat-free. That's great. And they don't, they forget to look at the sugar and they're like, wait a second. So just be, um, don't be afraid, but do your own research. Look up fat-free versus non-fat, but fat and fat-free. What, you know, do some research. Absolutely, guys. Do your research. Fats aren't fat, right? You need it. You need it, right? So both of ours are based off fats. So if experiment with that too, you know, yeah. so we just gave you guys our plans. So, well, thanks for listening, everybody. Ryan, thanks for being here with Absolutely. me. Absolutely. All right, talk guys. To you guys soon. We'll talk next week. Later. Mm -hmm.